Hello, hello, welcome back to Peanut Butter Nair Time. Okay, so the other day I realised whilst there is all this Taylor Swift drama and excitement about her concerts right now, um, so essentially everybody is failing <laughs> to get tickets to Taylor Swift, um, it's very tragic. She's having quite a lot of concerts in North America and then she's doing an international tour but only going to limited places and then doing like four or five or three concerts in each place. Um, I have opted to not see Taylor Swift because I have seen her twice before and I felt like, I guess one, I'm not going to really put the effort into go a second time because it seems very stressful and competitive and I was like, mm, I don't know, just seems a bit, bit too much and the likelihood of like getting tickets is very low. And then the second reason is I'm like, make space for others. There's so many other millions of people who haven't seen her before and I've had the privilege of seeing her twice and she's an amazing performer. So if you guys haven't been, I would highly recommend going to see Taylor. I'm a day oneer. I went to Fearless tour, went to 1989. She is a vibe. She she just gives good energy and all her songs are like bangers. Like you just like pretty much will never have a bad time. Okay. But anyway, because Taylor Swift has the love story song, which is like, marry me, Juliet, you never have to be alone. I love you and that's all. Okay, I should have stopped after marry me, but honestly, that song is just too easy to sing. Um, okay, so because love story is such a great song and legendary, um, a lot of people have been proposing at Taylor Swift concerts, which is kind of crazy. And I also don't know how I feel about that because I have opinions on it, which I will share with you later. But, um, but yeah, so wild. But thinking about this, I realized I've never told you guys actually my proposal story and how this rang happened to be in my finger. Um, so I think it's quite an interesting story. So fun, very love-filled and very Alex and I. So, um, yeah, I want to tell you guys about it. And then also if my takeaways or proposals um, from my experience. <clears throat> so Alex and I have been together for five and a half years now. Um, but coming up to the proposal, when it actually happened, it happened in December 2022, the 13th to be specific. Um, and... We had at that point been together for just under five years, like literally four years and ten months. Um, so I I feel like it was kind of time. Honestly, I feel like Alex and I felt like we were going to get married to each other within a year of each other, of knowing each other, slash maybe even six months. But, you know, um, it was more like let this relationship grow and let's just see, like, are we, are we really for each other? Because we were also pretty young. Like when we met, we were only 22 and 23. So we had so much left to live. Um, but I think it was awesome to not have the pressure of like, I guess, meeting when we were maybe 29 or like 30 or 32, like we could give it a bit more time to grow, um, as we were also going through our formative years. So, um, yeah, I think the timing in which we got engaged was like pretty good. It was so funny though, cause my dad, like after I had met Alex, I think we went on a family holiday together. My dad was like to me, Tanea, I bet you a thousand dollars. Alex is going to propose in six months. And I was like, you are crazy. Like, there's just no way. But um, I just think, guess it goes to show how much, how in love we were at the time and still are. Boom. Um, anyway, so, yes, about four years, just over almost five years when we got engaged, which I feel like you could do it around four years, but, you know, give and take, it's fine. So leading up to the proposal, I honestly 
like we had already spoken about how we were going to get married and like I knew he would we would get engaged at some point and honestly I thought it was going to happen in 2023 um and I wasn't like stressed about it or really like pushing him at all um I think it did start to play in my mind more towards the end of 2022 in a way like I was like hmm wonder wonder if he is planning anything or is thinking about it because he was being very nonchalant very like um aloof about it I would feel I would say um but we actually went to look at rings two years um two years before we got engaged um and that was like I don't think I ever thought oh he's looking for rings uh, it's gonna happen like tomorrow or the, in, in a few months I just the way that we went about it was very casual like he was like we were in New Zealand in Auckland and we had I think we were stuck there for we may have been stuck there for COVID or something for a few for like a few weeks and he was like oh let's go look at rings at this place like I had a look at the jewelers quite nice like why don't we just go try it on to see what shape you like which let's just take a pause here I think you should really do this with your partner do not let them go into it blindly people like I literally spoke to a colleague the other day and he was like oh yeah I think I'm gonna propose to my girlfriend soon and I was like okay have you have you got the ring yet he was like no and I was like have you do you know what she likes and he was like no and I was like are you gonna ask her he was like no I was like are you sure about that that's a lot of money to spend like how big or small it is that you're buying the diamond to on something that she might not like I was like why would you not just take her in some way to go look at a ring and he's like oh but it'll give it away I'm like but you could like get her friend to do a casual day where they go and look at rings you know what I mean anyway whatever it is guys gals out there if you're getting a ring or like you're proposing to your mans please please just check that they want what you're going to get them Nothing worse than buying something that people don't want or don't use, especially something for an engagement. So we went into this jewelry store and um, I tried on a whole lot of these designs that the guy who's like, oh, let's try on these designs first. And Alex later told me that actually Alex had chosen all of these designs thinking that I would like them. And I tried them all and I didn't like any of them. So that just goes to show back to my point before, take, take your girlfriend or take your boyfriend whoever it is take your partner to go and look whatever you're going to buy them and make sure that they like up because if they don't there's a high likelihood that they don't okay you might think you know what they like but you don't it's very personal um so i ended up choosing an oval i really liked an oval cut um and i really didn't really mind about the size i think like with my hands being quite long i was like maybe like a two carat but honestly it's fine for one and a half like really not really not bothered and to be to preface this I was not a big diamond person like I never dreamt of like my engagement ring and what it would look like and all this stuff I've just kind of never really had that big of an interest in it um but I mean even to now to this day I couldn't tell you like the VVS blah 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 blah, blah all the details and like that I just know what my diamond is anyway it's not a big deal um so yeah, we looked two years prior to actually getting engaged. So after that, um, I kind of just like let Alex do his thing. And um, I remember one time we had a conversation and I, I think I had asked him once like, oh, like, what are you planning anything? Like, what are you doing? And he had said to me, um, you should just like chill and not worry about this because you already know we're going to get engaged. So don't ruin the surprise for yourself. Like, just let it happen. And actually, it was very good for Alex to say that to me because I think from that point onwards, I was like, yeah, you know what? I am not going to pry. I'm going to let this happen at any time. And I'm just going to stop worrying about it because 
Uh, not that I was worried, but like I wouldn't ask about it and be nosy because he was right. Like I should just let the moment happen when it happens and not. I feel like you kind of ruin the moment if you get too spy and like trying to figure it out. Just let the dudes do what they've got to do, you know? Or you, yeah. Either way, whatever relationship you're in. Um, so then I, um, yeah, literally forgot about it. And then Alex moved country and in, when he moved to this new job, he became very like ad hoc. So he was, it became very used to him being very like, oh, this weekend I'm going to fly to Vietnam for this and I'm going to come to Hong Kong on this date. Like just very last minute with everything, very spontaneous, impulsive, last minute planning. I feel like that's the nature of his job. So I was like, that's fine. Got really used to that. So we... Um, actually was supposed to go to New Zealand and we were trying to get like my parents and my sister also to come to New Zealand do a family trip. But then anyway, it ended up being a bit too expensive because of COVID, like COVID kind of ended in quotation marks in like 20, end of 2022. But that was the first time everyone was able to travel again. And so the flights have just been so expensive. Um, so it was just crazy to fly from like the US to New Zealand. So we were like, hmm, let us just not do that so yeah family my family didn't go to New Zealand but then we were like okay it's fine let's just go to New Zealand still um in early December and then after that we'll go to Australia for for Christmas um so we flew into New Zealand I flew separately first I was there for like two days and then Alex arrived in Auckland and he was still in his like chaotic vibes with his work and just like kind of being all over the place and I was like okay I'm just like used to him being like that which is a positive I think for the situation and the, the proposal Anyway, so then um, what happened? Oh, um, um, yes. So he arrived and then two days in he was like, oh, I, oh, that's right. We hadn't planned anything like major to do when we were in New Zealand and usually we would plan things. But he was like, let's just see how we feel and like what our vibe is and if we want to do a short trip somewhere. And so I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then when he came, he was like, oh, um, the weather looks so good for three days in Queenstown. Like, why don't we go? I found really cheap flights. And I think I was just like in such a holiday mood. I didn't even pick up on like, oh, really cheap flights because like no flights were cheap. But I just, I was like, yeah, sure. That sounds cool. Like if you can get the flights, like go for it. Um, and then he had still been, anyway, I kept, I was like, oh, did you get the flights? Like, have you booked the hotel? And he was like, he was playing it really well. He'd be like, oh, oh, I just got a booking for this place. It's so exciting. Like um, they didn't have any bookings, but someone canceled. So I was able to like, they called me and let me know that they have a space. So we're going to stay there. It'll be really, really nice. I was like, okay, cool. Um, so we left on the, I think we got there on the Monday. So we, Sunday night, we, um, when we were going to sleep, you know, he was like, he was like, I'm so excited for Queenstown. I was like, okay, cool. Like we've been to Queenstown before. I don't know why he's so excited, but that's cute. And then the next morning I woke up and he was like so awake and he was like, I'm so excited for our trip. Like it's going to be so much fun. I just couldn't sleep last night. And I was like, Hmm, I didn't even like, that wasn't even, I was so um convinced he wouldn't get proposed in December that I just like didn't even think that that was a sign also just to also for context Alex had always said he would never propose in December or like around Christmas because it's too cliche and so he I honestly feel like he had this like two-year plan of just like planting seeds in my head and if, if you're if you're going to propose to your other half good idea plant the seeds because this he hit a very long-term play and I honestly feel like it really worked for him because I was so hoodwinked that I didn't even realize because everything had made sense to his behavior. Very good. And so um, I was like, oh, that's nice. You're so excited. Good for you. Like you need, really need a break. So anyway, we flew to Queenstown, got there, like picked up a car. We, went, we were staying at the Stone Ridge Estate, which was super nice. Um, it's like 
I'll set, put a link below, but have a look at it. It's it's kind of like a little bit like, like the main area looks a little bit like Hobbiton vibes, not really, just like old old like little chateau thing. And then it's got a vineyard and then they have like really nice accommodation where you stay in a lodge with like a few other people. It was beautiful. Um, so we stayed there and then we went for lunch and then um, I get really bad hay fever, but I honestly had forgotten about how bad my hay fever gets because living in Hong Kong, I just don't really get affected by it because I feel like the air is so thick that the pollen just doesn't swirl. Whereas I had come from Melbourne just before Auckland and I literally feel like I felt the pollen get stuck in my throat one day. And from then on, I had like a week of just feeling quite low from the feeling a bit sick from the um from the pollen and so when I when we went to Queenstown I already had a little bit of a sore throat but I wasn't like anything major and I had tested and I didn't have COVID and so in on that day I got a bad hay fever again when we went to the second winery and it was so tragic because like my eyes swell my face swells like it's the whole thing um and yeah I um I yeah so then I started to feel like not very well um and I was I was very very congested so this was the Monday and then he had been to me on like the Monday afternoon, like oh tomorrow we should go for a hike to Roy's Peak which is like a five hour hike like yeah sure sounds good but like I was starting to really like crash and get really congested and feeling really unwell like really runny nose blowing my nose the whole time like eyes were just leaking permanently um and he was like okay and then we were just hang at the hotel and he disappeared for disappeared for like 20 minutes and he was like I'm just gonna go sort out like the breakfast plans for tomorrow morning before we go on the hike and I was like okay sure Alex loves planning so it's also very to his character that he goes and does this stuff like okay sure and then he came back and he was like oh cool actually I spoke to them and they were telling me that there's this like super nice like lookout spot that's really great for like early morning photos like why don't we go in there and take photos before we go to Rory's Peak and I was like okay like how early and he was like okay let's wake up at seven I was like oh my god I'm like really feeling a lot very unwell but I was like, I just said like okay let's see how we feel and for me I felt bad because he'd organized it so I was like I want to do it because I want you like us to experience things and we like to do things on holiday so then um I crashed at like 10 p.m literally passed out I was like I'm going to sleep I'm so tired passed out and then um we get to the next day which is the proposal day Okay, so just pausing for a peanut butter fact before we embark on the proposed story. Um, did you know that you can make diamonds out of peanut butter? So I was reading about this and I'm going to link a video because a guy describes it a lot better than me. But essentially, because peanut butter actually has a lot of carbon in it um, and diamonds are like made from a lot of carbon. If you put peanut butter in a very high pressure in, like environment, so they call it the stiletto effect, where they put peanut butter between the two points of diamonds they use the diamonds to help make more diamonds and you put enough pressure and then also add heat it converts into a diamond isn't that amazing i should try doing that but i also definitely don't have the lab or the equipment to create that diamond but you know it gets pretty hot in hong kong sometimes <laughs> i can put pressure with those diamonds anyway i will not be trying that at home but there's a very cool fact okay so going back to the story so we come over to Tuesday morning. We wake up at 7 a.m. Literally, Alex jumps out of bed. And let's just say he's not a morning person. I am the one who usually jumps out of bed. He jumped out of bed, went to the blinds, and was like literally opened them. And he was like, it's a beautiful day. And I was like, 
yes, you're very energetic. But I think at this point I was feeling quite unwell. You know when you're unwell and you wake up in the morning and it's like the worst time because your throat's really sore, like your nose is so blocked, your head is just like, uh, it's 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 very, very um it's a dark time when you wake up. Anyway, so I was like, oh my God, it's so bright. Please close the curtains. And he was like, come on, let's get ready. Like, and he was putting on a nice shirt and pants. Once again, Tanae didn't realize because I was in my own world. Honestly, it was really good that I was so way more concerned about myself and like in this mode of just like, I'm feeling unwell. I do not feel well because I was just in this mode of like being self-absorbed. I honestly didn't even pick up on all these cues. And had I been healthy, I would have known. Anyway, so we, um, he puts on this nice shirt and top and I had packed like two dresses or three dresses and actually it was really smart because before I packed in Hong Kong, I had called Alex and I was packing. I was like, oh, do you think I should take this dress or this dress? And he was like helping me pick my dresses. Very strategic, very smart. Anyway, so then I, um, took two dresses with me. I was like, hmm, I can have an outfit change. And then I was just washing my face and brushing my teeth and then Alex came and he's like, oh, like, what about some light makeup and I literally looked at him and my my internally my mind I literally said you are really pushing it today I was like <laughs> I just was so tired and feeling sick that I just didn't respond I was like mm-hmm but all I had with me was mascara and concealer so I just put mascara and concealer on like that was all that was going to happen so then we I think we left at like 7 45 drove out to this area and then when we got there, it was an area near an area called Jack's Point, but it's like in a private property area. So you have to like walk up this little like hill to get there. So I was all dressed up, like wearing my sunglasses and my jacket because it was quite windy in the morning. So we walk up to the top of this mountain and I was like, hmm, this is nice visually for the eye, but I don't see how we're going to capture this with our iPhones. It's just like a really big lake and um, mountains, but the sun was very exposed and very bright. And I was like, hmm, okay, like, let's give it a try. And so then we stood there and I was, um, I was wearing my windbreaker and sunglasses. And Alex was like, take the jacket off. And I was like, I don't want to take the jacket off. It's so windy and it's going to be really cold. I'm going to get more sick. And he was like, just take it off. Like, it'll be really good for the photo. Just took the jacket off. And then he was like, okay, take the sunglasses off. I was like, please don't make me take the sunglasses off. Like, the sun is glaring into my eyes. My soul is going to bleed, please. I'm so dramatic, but that's how I felt at the time. Um, anyway, so I took the sunglasses off and I took some photos like standing there. And I also took some photos of Alex as well. And then I, the best thing was I decided to just be an idiot and like do an arabesque. And I was like, let me do an arabesque. Like, see if it looks cool. And I'm not a ballet dancer. I don't know why I need to do an arabesque. But anyway, the things I do. So I did an arabesque and Alex took a video. And in hindsight, he was like, it's so funny because moments before this, before you got proposed to, you were like um doing an arabesque anyway so we i did my arabesque and then he he came over to me and he was he hugged me and i was like that's nice anyway so then he hugged me but then his hug went like a bit too long oh sorry before i get to this point um there was also a photographer there on the mountain but alex had literally told me Oh, I, it's a, like a really local spot and a lot of photographers go there. They take photos of landscapes. So like no one really knows about it. It's really local. So I had felt, I saw the photographer when I came up and I thought, oh, um, I literally thought, oh, I feel so bad. Like th this is a local photographer. They're probably going to think we're super annoying, like tourists coming up here and like imposing on this exclusive area that they probably love to treasure as like a, their own private area. 
Anyway, so that's what I was thinking because I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you guys, I was so convinced to Alex's story. My blinders were so, I was like, I was just blind. Like she was not, she was not being spy at all. Anyway, so then yeah, he came over to hug me, hugged me for quite a long time. And I was like, hmm, this is nice. But now this hug is going a bit too long. And then his heart started beating so fast and hard. And I have never really felt his heart beat like that before. And I was like, oh. And then in one moment, I literally was like, in my mind, I was like, ding. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, now in my mind, I was, I was like, all the dots connected in one time. Like, it's so fast. It's funny how fast your mind can, like, think and put thoughts together. Anyway, so I was like, I was like, oh, my God, it's now. And then he pulled away from me. And all I did, I looked at him. And I just said, now? And he was like, now. And I was like, but I'm sick. <laughs> and then um, he chuckled. And then. His eyes were watering and I started to black out. He told me he definitely blacked out. He started saying some words like, oh, we've been through so much. But then it started to sound like gibberish. And I was like, it's okay. It's okay. Like, don't worry. Like, no need to like, I don't know. I felt like in this situation it was so overwhelming. And I was like, it's okay. Like, you don't have to like say too much. I know. Like, because you already know. Like, you know what they're dead doing. Um, and then he knelt down and he popped open the box and was like, I'm holding the box. And he was like, will you marry me? And I was like, yes. I was so taken aback. And um, when he opened the box and he showed me the ring after I said yes, I was like, are you financially okay? And he was like, yeah. Because honestly, this ring is a lot larger than I would have ever envisioned or wanted. Um, because as I was saying, I'm not a huge diamond person. I didn't really have a desire for like a certain size. Um, and I was looking and I was like, that is very flashy and large um but i've learned to love it now but we'll talk about that in a moment um so yeah and then we embraced and then the photographer came out and she was taking all these photos of us and i was like so overwhelmed i was blacking out and i was like it's so surreal guys like when you get proposed to it's so surreal you can see the moment in like movies um on other people's um posts and videos or you can even watch somebody else's proposal in real life but honestly like moment is so surreal and overwhelming i just you like black out and you're just trying to remember the moment like take a mental picture take a mental picture and i've spoken to other friends about this but they feel the same like it's just such a crazy moment um so yeah then the photographer came out and she was like let's take some photos and i I think i really liked that we took our photos there and then and it was great that i had a second outfit because i essentially did our pre we essentially did our pre-photos like pre-wedding photos that they do a lot in asia before um like at one go, like two birds, one stone. Very, very strategic. So yeah, we took some photos in this area and then we drove to another area and took more photos on, it's like in Frankton area, which is kind of near Queenstown and a bit further out. And they had super nice um, lake and the photos were absolutely stunning. We had a great photographer called Kate Alexandra. I will link her below. And she was super nice, super casual, like really made us feel like really comfortable. So good pick by Alex as well. Um, but the whole time, like, we were taking photos, we were both just chuckling and giggling and, like, feeling so shy because it's so much to process at one time. Like, oh, you're engaged and then now you got to take photos. I was like, <gasps> it was just a lot. Um, yeah, so it honestly took me a while to, like, come to terms with the fact, like, it had just happened. I think it took me at least a week to really, like, process. But what I really loved was that we were in Queenstown with just the two of us so we could really enjoy the moment, just the two of us, like, alone for two more days before we flew back to Auckland and actually started telling like our families um 
so yeah, it was kind of funny that in, in the, for a moment in the world, the only person that knew was the jeweler, Alex, the hotel, our photographer, and not me and Alex and I. Um, so it was very, it was really nice to just be able to cherish that just the two of us for a little bit before we told people. Um, but yeah, so two, two things on, on this. I'm just gonna pause. One, I really don't understand how people get engaged like in a public environment so that's why going back to this like taylor swift proposals honestly how how are people doing it like we were alone just the two of us with a photographer that was at least 100 meters away and we were both like feeling super overwhelmed and blacking out and couldn't really speak and we've been together for like five years oh i don't know how people get engaged in a public environment and after that moment i realized because i had a friend who's always shown me like uh, proposal videos and when people like ran out ran away from proposals and they got proposed to in public and i was like oh my god i get it now like, i can totally understand how someone would just run like because it's really overwhelming and it's a lot to process i would totally run if like i didn't want to be engaged to that person it's far too overwhelming um so i'm really glad that alex chose a private and intimate just two people um and the photographer because had we had had more people even like family i just feel like i would have felt really overwhelmed and i needed time to really process the moment that happened the other thing was like it really is quite overwhelming because your fiance or your partner or whoever it is has already like thought about proposing to you like say if you're the one who proposes as well like you've already thought about it and you've already when you've bought the ring and you've done all that like you've already accepted like i'm gonna propose this person this is my forever person and as much as I had as well, like being like, yeah, we're going to get engaged, like going to get married. Actually, like when the, when the moment happens and the decision's made, you're like, whoa, you'd really need some time to just like process and be like, okay, I have a fiance. Like I have a, someone I'm going to marry. It's pretty crazy. Um, so it took me like a week or more. No, I reckon it took me two weeks before I felt really comfortable saying my, like fiance or at least a month. Because it just felt such a strange name. Um, and Alex Soto was like, fiance, fiance. And I was like, I, was, I literally told him, I was like, you need to, you're going to have to cool that down for a week because I need time to process. Like, this is too much. Um, but yeah, once I came to terms with it, I feel like I was super happy and comfortable with it. But it does take a few months to settle in because it's such a big life moment. It's so exciting. Um, so yeah, after we um got engaged we had like a nice dinner oh we went we, you know, we went for our hikes we went for our five five hour hike and took the ring with us and the whole time we were like "Ooh, look at it and making sure that we still had it on our finger had it on my finger and didn't lose it and then when we came back um to the hotel we had like a super nice dinner and then we flew out to queenstown the the following day i think yeah um, so when we flew out, we flew out that afternoon, we went back to Auckland and then we, yeah, we told um, Alex's family first in Auckland, which was so nice. It was really like fun to finally tell people and like have the embrace and the moment, first engagement for, for Alex's family. And then we flew back to Melbourne and told my family um, once we got, uh, when we had breakfast the next day. And that was super nice. But um, it was really hard for me to not tell my family for like a week. It was about, it was about, no, it was about like, five six days because we were telling like alex's friends before we told my family but i really didn't want to tell my family like via facetime i really wanted to tell them in person and wait for that and so it was so nice when i told my parents they were so excited and my sister was um, so excited she was like yeah very very happy um but it was very happy moments really really exciting um 
And yeah, that that's the engagement story. Um, what I would say as my takeaways from like engagements and proposals is it is so stressful for the dudes. Like I really do not feel sorry for like the guys or girls or whoever chooses to propose. Like it is no small feat, like having to organize and plan and you know even even if you're not planning too much you're just picking the ring but just like the moment itself it's so overwhelming so kudos to you guys like it's not easy um so if you are being proposed to just yeah have a little compassion and empathy for the efforts they go through um secondly make sure you are ring shopping with your partner because or like watch shopping whatever you're doing just go shopping and pick whatever it is like get an idea of what that person's like before you buy it because it's such a big investment and i really wouldn't want to see people waste their money on something that somebody else doesn't really want. Um, thirdly, I think a private and intimate proposal is best. That's just my view. I do really feel like a public proposal is so overwhelming. Like doing it at a Taylor Swift concert with maybe like 80,000 people, it just sounds like my worst nightmare, honestly. There's just too many people around. And then like, what do you do? Do you just keep enjoying the concert afterwards? I don't know. It's like a lot, a lot happening. It's a lot to process at one time. Taylor Swift and your proposal. <laughs> a lot um and then lastly make sure you get a photographer i really think like capturing the real moment when it does happen is super nice iphones are great and like i know taking the photos yourself is really nice but i think if you can capture the real moment um with a photographer it's amazing really really worth it anyway that is um the engagement story thank you for listening i hope it was fun for you guys uh, but I will give you more chats about like wedding stuff and what we've been going through. Um, comment below, like if you have anything, any content you want me to talk about in terms of like proposals, weddings, relationships, lots to share. Um, so give me your opinions, give me your experiences or your hopes and dreams. Would love to hear it. DM me on Super Chanean or Peanut Butter Naya Time or on YouTube if you're watching this on YouTube at Naya and give us a follow as well. Don't forget to like and subscribe and leave a good review. Thanks, guys. Bye.